Lord Jesus, good morning. Uh, thank you for uh, giving us this day and giving us another opportunity to uh, come into closer, more intimate relationship with you, Lord, and um, with each other, with the community, people that in the tribe listening now or listening later. And um, Lord, um, my heart is pounding a little faster this morning as we're talking about repentance. And I think it's a for me, it's a really, um, it's really an important topic uh, at this season of my life. So I just ask you to help, uh, help me be sensitive to hearing, um, and having courage to obey. Lord, I thank you for Luke, mm -hmm. uh, for his courage this morning, um, that I didn't have to twist very hard to get him to, uh, to <laughs> do this talk with me today, Lord. And so I ask you to bless him, bless his uh, marriage. His relationship with his kids, mm. his business, and uh, we just thank you that Luke is a part of, uh, that he's your son, and that he is a part of our community and, and brothers and sisters in Christ, Lord. We just love you. We thank you. Amen. Mm -hmm. Luke Meyer, Amen. thank you for morning. your willingness to come on. So you, um, you were, okay. just, just to give some of the audience a uh, quick little background on who you are and where you work and how you got connected to um, how you got connected to us. So I'm Luke Meyer. I work for Meyer Brothers and Sons uh, with Rick Meyer. He's been on here quite a few times. I'm sure everybody knows him um, or most people. And uh, Jerry, you're a loin glass and we use you all the time. So, and uh, we actually, I remember we doing phone calls with you. What was that two years back when you kind of first before PSP started, yeah. And we'd pray on what Wednesday mornings. There's four of us. And we'd get together and yeah. have prayer time. Yep. Yeah. yeah, it's good. It is good. So <laughs> today, nervous laughter. Uh, we're talking about mm -hmm. repentance, and so you and I, uh, you and I were just talking um, just a moment ago about repentance, and the the scripture verse that I had to kick us off, Luke, was Acts uh, three nineteen. It says, repent, therefore, and turn back that your sins may be blotted out. And as you and I were unpacking like a flow for um, the conversation today, the first thing that we talked about was seeing it. Um, and, yeah. and I got a scripture verse, Hebrews 4.12 says, for the word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the division of the soul and of spirits, of joints and of marrow, and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart, seeing it. So mm -hmm. as, you, as you ponder that this morning, what, what resonates with you, Luke? Um, God identifying things in my life that he wants out. Yeah. And coming to me and um, putting that... that pounding on my heart saying, uh, identify this, speak about it, uh, talk to me, talk to friends about it, and let's get this thing out of here. Yeah. Yeah, I just got a visual of, uh, depending on, on your, uh, your visual of, of your father, of the Lord, you know, in my case, I'm stubborn. Mm -hmm. I got a visual of the Lord kind of grabbing me by the back of the neck, and not, not too aggressively, but just kind of turning my face towards some sin that I, <laughs> that I reluctantly will look at. And, and uh, mm -hmm. then the second step of that is sorrow. And uh, Psalm 17 says, the sacrifice of God 
are a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart, a contrite heart that really hit me, Luke. Oh God, you will not mm-hmm. despise. And so the idea of the Lord showing you and then uh, and you seeing it, Luke, and then having sorrow, what does that, what does that mean to you um, when you hear having sorrow right. towards that sin? Right, so another verse to build off that is Second Corinthians seven ten, godly sorrow that leads to repentance, that leads to salvation, that leaves no regret. So the sorrow part, you know, God's presenting something to you, you know, um, you know, um, yeah. Uh, so- sorrow is a, a fun little word, isn't it? Um, well, you've so, had. How old are your kids? Uh, three and. Not even one. Okay. Nine, nine months, ten months. So three's probably, you know, I, I just think about raising kids and so many times you're like, hey, there's some sin. Now tell your brother, your sister, you're sorry. And but there's right. no force upon, yeah. Exactly. They just say the words, mm-hmm. nothing, there's no evidence um, that you're really sorry. And so right. that that really hits me this morning. Like, are you actually do you actually, in my case, Jerry, do you have sorrow that when the Lord mm-hmm. that sin? And then you were talking about confession. Um, and the scripture verse that I have for confession, Joshua 7, 19 says, then Joshua said to, to however you pronounce that, Achan, my son, give glory to the Lord God of Israel and give praise to him and tell me now what you have done. Do not hide it from me. So as you think about going through this process of seeing it, being sorrowful, and then conf- confession, what is uh, what strikes you there, Luke? So when I think about the word confession, I always go back to like when I was like in fifth grade, and and I kept, I came up in the Catholic Church, and I think of going to the priest and you know sitting behind the screen and the confessional and you know repenting of my sins, and confessing of my sins. Yeah. And it's not a very comforting uh, picture, a portrayal of, you know, me beating myself down, saying, this is what I did wrong. Priest, yeah. will you uh, ask God to forgive me? You know, now as an adult, I see it a, a lot differently as repentance as being something that I am being, God is saying, listen, I want goodness for you. I want, I want good things in your life. Yeah. Uh, I want salvation for you. I want salvation now. I want you to grow. I want you to see and you're in your life timeline right now, all the good things that I have laid out for you. And to get those good things, we need to get those, these bad things out so you can, so you can see them pretty yeah. much. Right. Yeah. So repentance now for me now is it's a good thing. It's a, it's a good feeling. It's not that um, beating down of, you know, I've done bad. I've done bad. This yeah. is, you know, it's not something you want to turn to. Nobody wants to, you know, say like, how oh, this is, these are the bad points in my life. Let's focus on them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And you and I were also talking about the difference between, um, you know, going to the Lord confessing and then finding in, you, in your case, in my case, some other dudes that you're, um, that you know, like, and trust, um, people that you're, mm-hmm. you're inner circle, if you will, of people that you can be very transparent with and confessing, right. confessing those sins to them as well. So, and I mean, that's, that's very good. Cause I, I can only count, you know, you know, a couple people in my life that I could literally call up right now and say, Hey man, I need to repent, yeah. you know? 
that are on that same kind of spiritual level and understanding like that, that, that won't think that you're weird for calling them up saying you need to get rid of something that's been on your mind or on your heart. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, having those friends to turn to are definitely uh, huge in repentance for sure. And the scripture we were talking about earlier, Jerry, you know, when we were talking about, can we repent by ourselves or, you know, or do we have to have other people? And, uh, James five thirteen sixteen confess your sins to to one another pray for one another and you will be you will be healed yeah that's um, good that's really good well and then and then the the next piece to that is hatred is that First um, mm-hmm. John three eight says whoever makes a a practice of sinning is of the devil for the devil has been sinning from the beginning the reason the son of God appeared was to destroy the works of the devil it's one area that um, that God says you can hate, and and that is uh, that is sin to despise that. And I know for me, um, you know, I justify little sins, um, you know, and maybe little sins that become strongholds, but little sins that I'm like, well, yeah. that's that's not so bad. But I think for me, the Lord's saying to me, I'm 54, and I feel like the Lord John Alice was sitting across the table mm-hmm. the other day saying, you know, maybe that's sin. Things that I didn't consider uh, might be sin, which is, you know, my definition that I was taught probably by you, Rufus, is uh, disobeying God. And so to hate that, that those little things that, that I think don't, you know, are little insignificant sins, those things build up. And um, in, in this case, it says that the Bible says hate that. And then the, the toughest part for me uh, as a Christian, Luke is turning from it, Acts 26, 27, mm-hmm. but declared first to those in Damascus, then in Jerusalem, and then throughout uh, the region of Judea, and also to all the Gentiles, that they should repent and turn to God, before, right. performing deeds and keeping with their repentance. And so you were talking offline about like turn, like there's certain sins that you've been able to turn from um, and walk like it, it was like one time and then there's other sins that um, other areas that you disobey God, Luke, that you've said are difficult. Like you have to, you've gone through, um, if you want to kind of unpack that really quick, some things that. Yeah. So, so when we're, when we're, we're repenting of uh, these, these bad works in our lives, um, there's some that we have to readdress. Right. So whether, you know, a, like we were talking about earlier, the fake repentance. Um, there's certain things that, you know, we'd love to say, all right, we're going to turn the other cheek. The Greek, the Greek word is a metanoia, change your mind or direction. Like we need to make a complete like 180 and walk the other way when we repent. Yeah. Well, sometimes we turn, but we turn back, right? Yeah. Cause we're human, you know, we fall into this sin, we're in it. Um, but then like we were talking earlier, there are certain ones that you just kind of, you know, you repent about, and then you think back, like, oh, wait, like, I, I repented of that, and it's gone, uh, and the one that we were talking about earlier was, was horror movies, um, I repented of that a long time ago, and, you know, when, I think about it every once in a while, yeah. but uh, when we were talking this morning, it's, it's one that really stood out, and said, like, I haven't, you know, I really haven't watched any since I repented of that, you know, a handful of years back, and it's just, you know, God put that on my heart. Like, listen, get this evil out of your life. You might not understand what it's doing to you, but it's doing something to you. Yeah. Um, 
you know, like we were talking about earlier, yeah. you know, going to going to the movie theater and just feeling that anxiety in my heart or my chest when you're watching these movies, that thrill of it, I guess, yeah. um, was not was not good for me, you know, and I see anxieties in my life, you know, and casting that one out is one of those little things you were talking about, those little sins, those yeah. little underlings that really lead to a bigger overall um, evil in your life. Yeah. So that uh, it's holding us back from that salvation that we could have that God wants us to have. Well, and it's it is, to your point that those little, you know, all sin keeps us from the Lord as we we're talking, you know, we want to be vertically connected better with the Lord in those mm-hmm. sins, although any sin gets in that way. When you very quickly um, fake repentance, what does that mean to you? Um, something you repent of and then you just go out and do it again. <laughs> so something that <laughs> something something that you know that you feel is wrong in your life, but it might just be you saying it. Yeah, it's not really God presenting it to you, because you know we're repenting of things that God presents to us. Um, that's that's true true meaning of you know what He wants for us. Yeah. So we were talking about. So there's there's a verse Jeremiah twenty nine eleven through thirteen. It's something that you know this verse probably a lot of people know. Uh, I know the plans that I have for you. So the plans are those good things. God has presents good things to us, not bad things. So there's bad works in our lives that we follow that he doesn't have fun, not necessarily sin, but they're just things that we step into that we shouldn't, that he wants us to overpass and do good. So I know the plans that I have for you, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope in the future. Then you will call to me. You will call to me and I will come and pray and you will pray to me. I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all of your heart. I will be found by you and I will bring you back from captivity. That captivity is the evil one, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, That's good. So man. when we call to him, he, he, his Holy Spirit will come to us. He will come to us when we call to him, right? Now when we're just talking to ourselves saying, this is what's wrong with my life. I want to get it out. Asking him to present what's wrong with us so we can be free and have salvation. That's good. Well, and, and again, uh, we were talking offline about can you repent on your own? And C.H. Spurgeon says, we cannot muster up our own repentance. Even this is a gift from God, and it comes by way mm-hmm. of heart and moving of the Holy Spirit. So um, to your point, being sensitive, like the Holy Spirit provides that in, internal compass a lot of times that you get that feeling that like this is not good. And then, mm-hmm. and then, and then the Holy Spirit gives us, John was challenging me the other day that when Jesus shows up, everything changes. Like you don't have, right. you may not have the power like within yourself for self-control or self-discipline, but the Holy Spirit um, inside you, dwelling inside you, Jerry, gives you that power. You don't have the power. The Holy sure. Spirit has the power. And I find that mm-hmm. encouraging. I don't have to do it on my own. I just need to submit to the Holy Spirit. It's really, it's really good. Well, listen, you, uh, what's interesting is I'm sure everybody listening to your voice on here. um, I know you're reluctant um, to come on and, uh, and speak to a bunch of people Mm -hmm. that you've never met before. So I just want to, I want to encourage you. Um, You sound very comfortable and, uh, and I'm proud of you, the courage that it takes to, do this this morning that I'm, I'm proud of you. And I'm speaking on behalf of the other listeners right now is 
you did, Thanks. You, well, you did a great job. And, uh, and we I, appreciate, pre I appreciate your persistence and your uh, patience with me, Jerry. <laughs> you got it. All right. Being sensitive to time, pray us into the rest of our Thursday. Luke. Sure. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this tribe that you presented us with. Thank you for Jerry uh, kind of listening to your, your guidance and staying strong and being diligent to your word, Lord. Uh, we just ask that you bless the rest of our days. You bless our companies. You bless the, uh, the company that we have with individuals throughout our days. And uh, we just love you and we pray to your son in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Very well done. Love you, buddy. Love you guys. Have a great day. You too. Take care.